Don't send me bullshit, goddammit. Here I am, you motherfucker, you. White folks in the house, welcome, what goddamn white people, you white folks, here to see me. What type of shit is this? You know you made it when white folks come see you, somebody. Close your legs, I can't work like that, close your goddamn legs. What type of shit is this? What type of shit is this? Can you work like this here? We all people here say, white folks, ain't you white? Are you going to feel you? you, you Welcome. I mean, goddamn, boy, you know you some motherfucking body, I keep telling you. You successful. Oh, white people come see you. They don't live between white and black. We're the same, some of my bitches. All of us the same up in here. We all going down. All of us the same fucked up in the bitch. All of us. White, black, ain't no difference. We just do shit different. You know, black folks, you know, we do shit different than white folks. That's all. I've been black a long time. Don't tell me. I know the fuck I'm talking about. White folks pay their bills on time. They're good people. We pay our bills when the fuck we get ready. You see the bills on the goddamn table. You push the shit to the side. <laughs> black folks don't pay no bills. They see the red right inside that motherfucker. I'm no. Everybody in here oh. knows what the fuck what red mean. Red mean hurry up. Be quick, motherfucker. Be fast. But you know we ain't gonna pay all of it. Give a hundred dollars. Yeah, we playing thirty. <laughs> we got the smoke. We got the drink. Party weekend coming up. Gotta get my nails done. Gotta get my hair done. Black folks don't get their nails and hair done. I don't give a fuck what's going on. May not be no food in the refrigerator. Might not be no light on, but we're going to look good like a motherfucker, ain't it? <laughs> Kids hungry like a summer, my bitch. I didn't want you in the first place, goddammit. <laughs> you know I ain't bullshit. I'm telling you like a tie-in. Black folks, something else, boy. We like to keep up with some shit. We the only people to go to our job. That's what we run that, but We tell the boss what the fuck we ain't going to do. We come in, burn it, milk in the pier, goddamn. I'm not going on, on the West Wing, goddamn it. Get Peter to go over that motherfucker. I've been doing this shit all goddamn night. And don't let it be no telephone up in there. We're going to call everybody but who the fuck we both call. That's the fine. And the supervisor better not say shit to me. You be on the phone, supervisor come, it's an argument, ain't it? Bernie, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What? Welcome back to the After Dark Podcast, where we debate topics that are none of our business. It's your boy, Mike. We got Big Stir in the building. This is the post-Juneteenth Podcast. Ayo! Gotta show some love and no no other way to bring in Juneteenth than the good old Bernie Mac, my favorite stand-up comedian. Just had to show y'all exactly what being black is about. That's what it's all about, man. And the crazy thing is, Sterling, I mean, I, <clears throat> honestly, I think it's honestly wild that nobody fucking knew what Juneteenth was until like two, three years ago. Like, fuck. That is absolute facts, bro. It, 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 it goes to show that like, and I ain't blaming on education system or nothing like that. I ain't trying to get political here, but it's one of those things that's like, 
there's a lot of important historical things that have happened in American history. That's one of the biggest things happen that's happened in American history, it's particularly obviously for uh, black folks um, altogether. So, I mean, it is wild, but I, I ain't mad at nobody for not knowing if it, it, they didn't really teach it uh, necessarily. And they didn't really, if they did, they wouldn't have acknowledged it. Fuck or made it a that. Point. I am mad, bro. Them white people know every single holiday. They got National Burger Day, National Hug of Pelican Day. I don't know. They come up with all these crazy holidays, but you can't remember when niggas were fucking freed out in this bitch. <laughs> hey, all these yeah, goddamn yeah. holidays I be seeing on Twitter. Not one time is someone bring up, oh, you know, this is the day black people were freed on some Juneteenth bullshit. <laughs> We, we had to be no, locked in pandemic to figure that out. It's wild because, like, I um, on Monday I had to work because I'm a I'm a private I work for a privately held company, not federal, federally based, or none of that. So I had to work on Monday. Standard my standard more like get to the office a little bit early. You know, leave you know four four thirty five like kind of depending on the day, whatever. Our director's in town. He came in yesterday. On Juneteenth, I know they were just like I know I was like I was looking around. I was like waiting for somebody to say something about Juneteenth. Not one motherfucker said a damn thing. <laughs> look, I, I mean, look, I don't have a massive office of people, nothing like that. Very, very family like kind of feel, very like wholesome. But, bro, ain't not one motherfucker say anything. I made a I made a dig at it first thing in the morning. I said, uh, I hope I don't go see any black business owners. Like and me trying to walk in their business today because they're gonna be pissed off at me. That why the fuck I'm at their business on a day that I shouldn't be working. And <laughs> I just I just thought that shit was funny as hell. But no, nah, big ups. Um, obviously for the people that push for this to be a, a federal holiday, and two, obviously get uh, the appreciation of all like our, our forefathers, uh, you and I, and and all our black brother and sisters uh, before. So I, I'm really, I'm really, really happy uh, that this is continue to be acknowledged and obviously for years to come now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're going to roll right into the podcast and get it going, son. We got yes, a sir. lot of shit on the dock today. Gonna drop the new album. John ja Morant suspension finally came in. We're going to figure out what we think about all that. You know, we got Black React and the Bradley Beal trade. <sighs> Sports has been crazy, but we're not going to start off with sports. We're going to start off with what we've been waiting for for four years. Four years we've been waiting, and we finally got season six of Black Mirror. And what way to start off season six than an absolute banger of an episode with episode one, Jonah's Awful Sterling, I had you watch it last night. I know you said you were excited to talk about this. It was fucking trippy. Go ahead. Lay it out. Give me your first initial thoughts on the episode. First off, uh, no disrespect to that woman who played, jo like, who is Joan? Okay, god damn it. How do I even say this without, like, getting somebody in a damn loop? First off, if you haven't watched this episode and you're listening to this right now, like, you got to stop, like, this seg segment and you got to go watch it because everything that we say is going to be, like, it ain't going to oh, yeah. make no damn Spoiler sense. alert. Spoiler alert. There you go. Yeah, this is definitely a spoiler alert. But the original Joan, let's say that, the, the white Joan, the original white Joan, bro, she, first off, she already was a bitch, right? Um, <laughs> respectfully. Respectfully. I'm not trying to be, like, Wait, that's which not one? me the being, original, like... Uh, the original, no, one, the, like, the actual real one or the one we got introduced to first? 
the, the oh fuck, dude. Oh, <laughs> that's why it's just mind blowing, dude. That's why it's just mind blowing. It's it's the one that we got introduced to first when she was firing the black girl. Okay, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That one. First off, she already mean. She ain't got no damn damn sympathy or or empathy, I should say, for anybody, bro. You could tell she was already a little bit off. And like as the as the episode progressed, like I was just like listening to her, like the the one we initially got um introduced to. I'm gonna call her skinny white Joan. And then I'll call the other white Joan slightly bigger, and then I'll call Kathleen, what is it, Kathleen Bennett that played her in the third iteration of the show. Um so Yeah, let's let's identify all the women by objectifying by their bodies. <laughs> That's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. Not the I just point, want to try to make point. it. It's try to make it as clear as possible because it's really fucking hard without like watching it. Even if you did watch it, it's hard to like keep up pinpoint all yeah. the time. Yeah. So I mean, I I really enjoyed it. I didn't and like I I had told you before, and even when you told me to watch it, I was like, all right, I'll give it a watch. And it was a fifty minute episode. I was glad it was it was long. Um, but uh. I really, really did enjoy it. It made me think a little bit. It made me kind of look introspectively because I was like, damn, they better make it 800 million of these motherfuckers. Like, Joan is awful. Brad's awful. Brad's awesome. Jake is awful. Like, bro, I just, I was like tripped out because like in real life, bro, the ter- it was all about the terms and conditions. That's literally the whole episode's about terms and conditions. What would that Sterling is awful look like? Oh shit! <laughs> you probably you probably would see something you don't want to see, and I mean, like literally, you don't want to see it. Like, you probably see that. You probably see me. Honestly, you probably I'm not that bad of a person, really. Like, if you look deep down into it, like I don't say or do a lot of awful things. I do some awful things, just as any human being does. But awful, is such a really hard word. But the, but, the kind of crazy thing, yeah, you know, like awful. when you were saying about like the perspective and looking into it is that um what you kind of notice about the joan is awful and all these different iterations of you know name is awful and blah 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 is that it really doesn't take much that would really like damn i'm a i'm kind of a fucked up individual like some of the stuff that was going on was just very uh it happens every day in life, like her situation she was going through. And I know a lot of niggas were probably triggered, like, damn, am I the am I the one she's playing it safe with? Like, fuck, like I need mm-hmm. a fucking Joan is awful to figure out if my chick really being loyal out here. But um <clears throat> nah, it's crazy because you realize that like it's everyday life things, which is what they kind of spoke to, is that you know, um every like it's so real you feel it and it's so tailored to you and people are more attracted to Joan is awful than Joan is awesome. And it could be anything yeah, they spoke about that. Yeah. And when you're living it, you don't even feel like, I mean, you know, you're doing some fucked up shit, but you don't feel like, Oh, I'm awful. I don't feel, you don't feel like if this was played on TV, I would just be perceived as a terrible human being. Well, Hold up. I, I, want, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to make one quick point. One of the things that the human brain does is we can't do negatives. So, like, if I tell you not to think of a red balloon, you're going to think of a red balloon. Like, it's literally how our brains work. We can't even help it. We look at more negative than positive regardless because it's more impactful more often than not than it is the positive things. Things and things being 
things like physical things and even actions, positive actions uh, versus negative actions. Like we see them as more impactful and even threatening to our to our livelihood. So that's why we pay more attention to. That's what hooks people in. The lady spoke about that in the show, but continue. Yeah. So and, you know, one of the crazy things, too, is the creator of Black Mirror. He was kind of talking about how um, everybody perceives Black Mirror as technology is bad and technology advancement is bad for the human race and he kind of um refuted that he was like no 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 that's not what i'm trying to portray from these shows i'm not trying to portray that technology is bad technology technology advancement and stuff like that is not bad either what he was really showing is just how awful humans are and how we will use the goodness out of technology and all the great things that come and all the efficiencies that come with it for terrible things. And we'll be the reason why technology will end up having a net negative than a net positive, not because of the technology itself, but because the humans operating the technology, which I thought was also an interesting yeah. point too. Yeah. I think that you hit a, you say you make a really good point there because um, to that very uh, notion, it's the fact that, like there's so many good things that technology does on a day-to-day -day basis but we make technology what it is like when people talk about instagram instagram is based off of technology right the way you get things in your algorithm now the who you see who you don't see who gets suggested as your to follow who doesn't blah blah blah, blah. like and it's all based like we always talk i've always talked about social media in general but particularly like instagram and how girls and guys want to look on on online Excuse me. Those are all negative perceptions too, because it's, it's it's not body positive most of the time. Like people are like, oh, body positive. No, like you can't do that either. It's the same notion, and I I, I can appreciate the creator uh, or the writer of uh, all uh, Black Mirror and stuff like making that point because I feel that technology has a timeline, um, and the timeline goes as as not as up and down as it as maybe the the whole world is because obviously for the 1900s you obviously had world war one world war two holocaust civil war or not civil war sorry vietnam war cold war uh you know i mean a bunch of different things and it was very like up and down whereas i see technologies like hits plateaus they don't necessarily go down it doesn't ever go downward it's how we use it like you said and like i said i think the other point of the show is terms and conditions because every single motherfucker in that show was caught off guard about terms and conditions and i have said this before and i say this shit to people all the time my mom always told me shut up mom uh mama reed um i always told I, she always told me read the shit that you sign if you put your name on that shit like Nigga, you ain't like, read you one terms and condition on your Apple okay. phone. I don't want to hear that shit. That okay. should be long okay. as I have, hell. I have I have read some, but I haven't read all. And I you probably that. read like a couple I, paragraphs and was like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I, re I read the important stuff. Like if it's something that like, it's not like necessarily something like an app I'm downloading being sketchy because they don't even have those in the app store if, if I was trying to do that. But I'm saying like if I'm downloading like an app, for whatever reason, like I'm gonna look at the things like monetary, monetarily. How can I like? How is this being? You know, what are the situations with that? X, Y, and Z. Um, what I find important. Like I said, like you're right. I'm not reading the whole damn thing. I'm not a fucking lawyer, and I hate reading. I like listening to books. I don't read books. And people be like, oh my god, he's so stupid. Like he's so he's not smart. No, guess what? Reading takes time. Listening, I could do any time I want. 
<laughs> so that's that's my that is my rebuttal to that off the rip. Like I bro, got you a gonna couple... read a book. No, go ahead, finish. No, I was gonna say you're gonna read a book while you fucking driving in a damn your parents' house three, four hours away. What the fuck you gonna do? You're gonna be in the damn ditch. I yeah. don't hear that shit. Yeah, fuck, fuck reading a book. You and you can just listen to it and multitask. We're in a multitask world. Uh, I got a couple gripes with the show though. So you know, my very first, my first one is when she realized that she was being filmed, and you know, she started doing a bunch of crazy stuff. Like I mm -hmm. feel like I wouldn't have done nothing crazy. I feel like I would have just been super boring, and just been like, oh, this is not even good TV no more. Like, why didn't she just chill in the bed and just, you know, watch Netflix or I guess she might be scarred from it's or Streamberry. Was, <laughs> it's 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 a, it's Streamberry. That shit was fire though. I was like, damn, they really just used it. Netflix just really just used exactly their whole thing for that. Um, no, dude, like think about it. She was being awful that particular day they ran the show. Literally that day, she was being awful. Everything that she did was seen can be seen as awful like her firing the girl whatever like that like you said that shit happens every day people get fired every day shit most people probably listen to this have gotten fired or let go of a job before in their life especially if you went had a job during covid you probably got some type of furlough or something um but then she goes as like she's texting this guy which that was we know that that ain't right and then it led up to but we also know that happens yeah, it, and it does happen, but and a lot of people will see it as awful. I wouldn't describe anything like that as awful. I do think it's a little bit of betrayal. I don't think it's right. No, nah, that's I'm just like, awful, bro. She's engaged to this nigga, and you you hitting up your ex. And then no, and then what she says to her therapist, which is fucked up, um, oh, yeah. about about like, oh my god, so we used to have the craziest sex, like her and her ex. And I'm like, first of all, I thought to myself, like, damn, is that like you like you 35, 40 years old, like, bro. It's done for you, dog. Like it ain't no more like hot sex no more. This we ain't we ain't in our twenties and early thirties. Like it's wrapped. Secondly, then was she saying, yeah, like uh, Karish uh, makes good. Like his food is really bland. And I'm like, how is he? That's a lie because he's fucking Indian. That shit is not bland in nah, real that life. Shit's spicy as fuck. That's just if he's a real like Indian guy. Like, and I'm not assuming his race, but I'm assuming his fucking race also would have been um, like bitch cool. do you see your skin you know damn yeah. well you ain't ate no food with no type of seasoning your whole entire life and you gonna complain about some she must have had a nigga at first i mean but pre yeah, pre the old ex she was with a nigga no doubt because she if she complained yeah. about the foods blend she was like nah i ain't never had chicken like uh tyrone gave me tyrone used to feed me that good fucking chicken <laughs> That's not all she he was feeding her. Uh, but the the thing is, bro, is like everything that whole day she was being quote unquote an awful person. Like, granted, like therapy is supposed to be completely confidential, and I have no problem with people saying what they gotta say in therapy and getting it out. But bro, and then she went home, then she went and had a cheeky little kiss with my man, like and and then came back home and kissed her man on the lips right when she got to the house and then did the same shit about saying yum when that shit bland as a motherfucker literally said yum mm. I'm like nah nigga like he if that was me he says it good <laughs> she said is that salt I was like bro <laughs> that shit had me dead. No. That shit had me dead. I, I was like 
I literally said to myself, like, ain't no fucking way she just said that. That nigga is clueless, bro. What does he do for a living? Like, what what is he even here for? No, I'd have been like, heated as uh, soon as she said, is that Saul? I'd be like, nah, this bitch got me fucked up. <laughs> I know a motherfucker, like, she this shit been marinating for two right motherfucking now. days. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it, it, and then they started watching the show, and it was like, damn. Like, it's one of those moments because, like I've said, Everyone has those days. Everyone has those days. I guess that. Uh, <laughs> everyone has those days where you do not necessarily awful things, but things that may be a little bit out of character or you don't feel 100% comfortable with. Or those things ha- those days happen, bro. Like they happen more often than, uh, than, well, they happen more often than we like to think they do. Um, and that's one of the beautiful parts about being human, man. Like, there's so many good things you can do, but there's so many bad things that you but can do. But that's the second thing that really grind my gear, though. She knew from the jump of that show that, A, this thing is following what I did all day, word for word, move for move. She could have cut that bitch off from the jump, and the dude wouldn't have had no problems with it. He, nope. he only had a problem with her cutting it off because she waited till it got to the good stuff. And I was like... Yep. I was like, yo, as soon as you saw that you were driving and it was making the same turns as I made and the I same, knew what I just and did. And the same music, yeah. the same exact music, bro. And I, knew ex- exact- and I knew exactly what I just did. I'd have been like, nah, we gon' <laughs> nah. We can, we watch, we can watch that other movie, that, that movie that you wanted to watch. Yeah, we can watch that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I heard Amy, Love Island UK, new season's out. Let me put that on. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. I would have I been jetted bro, off that shit. I would have been off stream barrier and got right on, probably would have called, been called Sulu on that shit. Um, Sulu? Um, chill, 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 chill. Um, <laughs> I did that last part. I was like, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Bro, it, it's it's crazy because, like, like kind of like you were saying, it wouldn't have taken me that long to figure out, like, damn, like, they knew exactly what I was listening to, and that's my work. Bro, ain't no way I'm watching the rest of this. Now, honestly, I probably would have watched it because I knew, it, even if I knew I didn't do anything bad, right, even if I did, I wouldn't give a fuck at that point. I'd be like, damn. That shit crazy. I mean, I watch it on my like, own, but I'm cutting that shit off. I'm be like, no, nah, we not watching this in front of in front of this nigga. But like what also is kind of crazy. So let's say let's say in a reality, this were to take place. Like, mm-hmm. would this be that entertainment be you'd be into? I, I'd be so into it. Oh, dude, I would be fucking disgustingly into it. Like, I wouldn't even though I'd be taking days off of work trying to watch this shit. Not even, no cap. I'd be like, it, and I wouldn't want it. Like, see, it's not that I hate anybody or anything like that, right? It's just that, like, you know those types of people in your life that just seem really perfect, like, good people, like, where they feel like they don't do anything bad. Like, yeah. there's nothing, like, there's nothing that they do wrong. It would honestly, and this sounds fucked up, for all the people that I've told that you're, like, saints and shit, I don't mean this in a bad way. But I would love to see the grimy shit you do, bro. <laughs> like I would love to see the grimy shit you do. Cause everybody's got a little grimy sometimes, bro. You gotta be to survive in this world. Like if you ain't grimy, like you ain't you ain't doing it right. Um yeah, what if, so what if OnlyFans had their own version? <laughs> that yo yeah. that that subscription. That subscription to that shit would be a hundred dollars a fucking month, bro. Easy, <laughs> and people would, would pay for it. It would be more, bro. Just imagine you could just Google search 
on OnlyFans anybody and they just, oh, you accepted terms and conditions. So now we got your whole sexual history on log. Like that shit would be wild, son. I'd be like, what the fuck? I, I think I, I mean, ask yourself, like, I don't want to say nobody's names that we know. Mm. I already, I think I know a person I would definitely want to. I know someone well, right now. What celebrity would you want to follow? Mm. I'm not honestly trying to see anybody have sex, so like, it's gonna be hard. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's a honestly, couple baddies that I wouldn't be. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I mean, I wouldn't be. A, I wouldn't be opposed, but. Um, Damn, I'm trying to think of like more like mid like to exciting. Maybe like Lil Uzi. Oh, probably fucking Gunna right now, bro. Honestly, honestly, just seeing his day to day because this nigga talk about crying and shit. Like, I would just love to see his day to day outside of jail. Like, what he be moving like? <laughs> what does he awful. be doing? Oh no, like? we no that would be a hit show. Gunna is awful because we'd really know if this nigga snitched. <laughs> like, it'd be, they'd be like, show it. They'd be like, this. They'd be like, this is a rewind. And they're like, no, what the fuck? No, nah, this shit just aired today. Because, like, you know, the show aired the day of all those events. Like, so, like, it was only everything that, that led up from the beginning of the day to everything that goes further than that. So, if, he, if they're like, yeah, we hit a rewind, this is a str- streamberry first. Like, bro. And the, and the crazy thing is, too, like, I feel like the way the algorithm worked, because it says it's tailored specifically to you. So I feel like it would show people that you interact with on a day-to-day basis. It would be like Instagram showing you, um, you know, Sterling's new Instagram feed pops up. So it would just show me, oh, Sterling's awful. Like, oh, damn, they got a season two. Sterling been cutting up lately. <laughs> this nigga been I'm all one, get, bro. <laughs> I'm not trying to get, uh, what do you call it? Not trying to get, I'm trying to get canceled in them motherfuckers for sure. Trying to. Not canceled in the way y'all think. I'm trying to get my whole ass show canceled. Um, <laughs> have niggas going deceased and shit. Actually, and you think about it, really, if it happened in real life, there'd be a lot of people that were off themselves. Disrespectful. And, like, look, I'm not trying to, like, hate on suicide or nothing like that for the folks listening and watching. But, like, there would be a large group of people, I feel like, that would off themselves. Oh, yeah, because it would be terrible. People like and, and this ain't even this is like there's some people aren't built that way to handle like criticism no matter if it's the smallest amount. Like I don't know many it, people it, in that situation that would be able to handle that kind of scrutiny because it's not like it's not like yeah, someone yeah. saying oh blah blah this about you. This is just like everyone knows. Hey bro, you did that shit. Like <laughs> we know you did that shit and we saw word for word exactly how that went down. There ain't no talking about it there ain't no press you could press release a celebrity can put out or whatever you want to do like that shit's yeah, out it's, there it's live shit i and i thought it was funny they had a whole ass computer but dude the thing is this this i think legitimately like maybe not real time but i believe that if with the way technology is now with our phones if you have a smartphone point blank period you have a smartphone and you use a laptop on a daily basis like they could get the audio to everything you said all day. They won't need it, bro. Neural, we just talked about how uh, not too long ago, Neuralink putting chips in our head. Like, they'll have every, like, and they can extract what's in our head that way. They'll have our thoughts. They'll have audio clippings. I know the new uh, Apple Vision Pros, we didn't talk about it, but there's 
um, a way you can record everything you're seeing. And so like, you know, people are probably just walking around having their whole lives recorded so they can uh, replay it back. Kind of like the very first episode of Black Mirror that was created or one of the first ones in the first season yeah. that was created. And so people just be recording everything and there'll there'll be audio clippings and all that. It, it's like, it's crazy to think that that's not too out of the realm. And I know that quantum computing, the computer that they had in the show, I think they say yeah. it's anywhere from, you know, I mean, maybe we're 30 to 50 years out, but it's, it's really not that far away. Um, so yeah, it's we'll see it in our lifetime at some we'll see either the back end the front end or we'll see the front end of it at, at some point um if i'm if we're if we're lucky enough but you know the thing is man i think if we're trying to take like a not necessarily a wholesome thought process and approach to this but like really think about it as a human being bro like it like i said it made me look introspectively and like really like be like damn like because it shows your integrity like it it literally outlines your integrity there's no such thing like your integrity has to be phenomenally high at that point for you not to seem awful on tv like you have and people's integrity is not great i don't care if you're the most you have the highest oh i like i've had a lot of integrity no motherfucker no you don't because you're a human being bro we're grimy we're grimy it's in our blood like we can't escape it we do shit to get an advantage we do it all the time we do it all the fucking time. We do shit we're not supposed to do because we want to do it. We do it all the time. That's kind of why I, I had want... a different perspective on it. To be honest, I didn't really see it like, you know, really? I didn't really see it like you had to hold yourself to a higher standard because, like, what if you were being filmed and how would that be perceived? Would you be okay with how you're being perceived and moved? But more so, I kind of took it like, hey, you're a human. And just because you have a there just because there's a mic is awful guess what there is a season for sterling and xyz every person you know has a season that they're awful like don't take it to heart like we ha like you said everyone has those days just make sure that you know is just make sure they can make a season out of it not a whole series <laughs> <laughs> exactly they can make a whole like there and there's definitely some people there's a, probably a lot of fucking people they can make a whole ass series out of like dead dead ass and it would be the best shit ever um i think also to the point uh kind of what you were just saying i just lost my train of thought i think um i think that when it comes down to it like as humans honestly it, i think the ultimate thing could happen if, if they were did it with like every american for example um not even like everyone across the world but just every american um i think it would it would let make people less quote-unquote judgmental i don't like the word judgmental but like it would make people be less more understanding oh it would end cancel like, culture instantly you can't cancel anyone yeah there's a season of you doing the same shit yeah it's like because think about it like say like you know say somebody's parents died or someone near dear to them passed and then like there's like a couple episodes later and they're like popping off on somebody at work. They're like, damn, like, fuck, like, I can't even be mad at him. Like, he's probably going through a tough time, you know, like, damn, like, that shit suck. Like, you literally can't even be mad. Like, you can't even be upset at your, at, at bro for, or girl, or girl, um, to be, uh, to be mad or upset. So I think it could be a great thing if people learn how to handle it. But then there's the awful niggas that be knowing they be doing awful shit and are not comfortable with people knowing they say and do awful shit all the time. 
That's the niggas that would be out of control. They'd be, look, they do it just like Jones, shit in a goddamn church. I could not, bro, I could not believe, I was like, what is she doing right now? Like, when she pulled up with the burgers, like, I was like, oh, shit, she had, like, four burgers. And then I saw her pull the last, I said, oh, no. And then she walked into the cheer, Harley Quinn style. Did you see her little homage yeah, to yeah. Harley Quinn? Yeah. I was like. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And the kids say, there's kids here. They're like, get them out of here. I was dying, bro. I was dying. There was literally just shit on the floor at church, bro. At church. Honestly, she might have got dapped up in there if it was a black church. I ain't gonna lie. You oh, saw no, how like all the all they would have tore her ass up, bro. They would have literally thrown her shit back on her. Literally <laughs> thrown it on her. And like, and the next thing you know, it'd be like, Tyrone's awful. Lamar is awful. Nah, he did the right shit. Look at that nigga. He threw that shit right on that bit. Um, but yeah, man, it was a good episode. I, I, you, this it's the only reason I watched the next episode. That's literally, and I know it's it gonna be a different episode. That's that's the thing, a different concept. But I still watch the second episode because I'm like, if it's gonna be this good every single episode, like I might get hooked again. It might happen. Yeah, um, second okay, episode is pretty crazy i i like the the third episode um i like better than the second one but that's as far as i've gotten yeah well for the folks out there that haven't watched it um definitely go out there and watch it this is gonna be the end of the segment because i want them to hear the back because like i told you at the beginning of the shit do not listen to this shit unless you want the shit spoiled and you probably won't understand what the hell we're talking about um also i gotta say salma hayek looking once again fire i don't even know how old she is at this point she just she's fire she's she's so fire i i i i don't know what else to say <laughs> and if you disagree with me you are high as a motherfucker you must be smoking the best shit honestly shout out crack epidemic because you really own the shit <laughs> um so i want to roll into the sports realm because we got the gunner album we'll get back to it i don't want to make it all about sports tonight obviously like uh michael and introduced earlier a couple of topics we were going to talk about i want to go roll into the idea here not the idea but the the situation with the with john moran so for those that didn't watch past podcasts haven't been keeping up with the nba for those that aren't really in the sports it's completely okay this is still culture because it is what it is and we're here to talk about stuff that we have no business talking about uh but if you didn't know john morant had a whole situation with a gun in the past multiple situations actually of him flexing a gun on instagram live at some point and this guy's just dumb like at this point i just don't i don't, I don't understand it but aside from the point he is obviously a public figure one of the biggest nba uh superstars in the world or one of the biggest superstars in the world so excuse me Th- this week this past week john morant was issued a 25-game suspension starting the beginning of the next season. So the question I have for you, Mike, is one, I mean, for the transgressions that he's had, being it his second time, is this a fair punishment? And if you were the commissioner being, for those that don't know, Adam Silver, would you have been a little bit harsher or would you have been a little softer on this, on this sentence? Not sentence, but the suspension, I should say. All I'm going to say is, Shout out to Ja Morant's PR team for, I guess, coming up with what I think is the shittiest and the dumbest excuse that I've ever heard that it was a toy gun 
Um, like, no, that was the dumbest shit ever. But shout out to his PR team because supposedly, I guess Adam Silver bought that shit. Like, because I, I really don't even understand, you know, why people are even, why, who would believe that shit? It's a toy gun, but you wait two weeks to tell us. If it was a toy gun and everybody was coming after my millions, I would have been, yo, this shit is a toy, bro. Like, there would have been, that would have been in a discussion from the jump. Like, nah, this shit is a toy. Then John Morant posts a video of him with the toy gun and it's a lighter and he's lighting a motherfucking candle. Like, nigga, you didn't just order that off Amazon. Like, we could all just order a fucking, <laughs> like, it took you two weeks. I know you, you ordered that shit off Amazon with your millions and didn't even have the audacity to ship it next day. <laughs> bro, bro waited for the free shipping and that's why that video came in so late because he didn't even want to pay to ship it next day like come on get that shit out of here but if we're going to talk about the time itself what really confuses me the most is adam silver's like i can't i don't want to um i don't want to release the punishment the suspension yet because it's going to take away from the nba finals that's how you know right there that this NBA Finals won't shit. Because Adam Silver thought that a 25-game suspension would have taken over the NBA Finals. That weak-ass, soft-ass suspension. No, he should have got half the season at least. And just off principle, even if it was a toy gun, Ja is playing with niggas that he has no business playing with. Off principle, he should have he should have been made an example of. Now, I'm not saying nothing that, like, Jaws a bad person. I'm not going to utter those type of stuff. People make mistakes. Although he made it twice really soon back to back. You know, that's enough in the real world to get you fucked. But, you know, he's, he's big time. But all I'm saying is he needed half the season. I don't think that this is – I don't think this is going to get through Jaws' head. Like, he might act right next season. But he's definitely going to do some bullshit later on in his career, bro. 25 games is not enough. He could still make the playoffs. <laughs> like, that's not enough. He should have derailed their season. He should have been half the season out of here, made an example of, and Ja really would have felt that. Like, I felt like he would have felt that. And David Stern would have done that. David Stern would have had his ass. Adam Silver is a player's uh, commissioner, which is cool. It's great. But at the same time, like, I feel like these players, and I, I'm all for players having power, but, like, when it starts to deteriorate, um, you know, the actual product, at the end of the day, it's a business. And the games aren't games. It's not like high school games where we're playing. This is a product. It is actual, it's actual entertainment. And when you're having these players affecting the product, then you kind of have to put your foot down. And Adam Silver... You know, I don't know what you thought you did. He felt, I guess he felt like he really laid down the hammer, but that was some weak ass shit, bro. Bro, Big Stern, Big Stern would have fucked this nigga up, bro. He would have been like, yeah, you're suspended for the whole season, bro. <laughs> he'd, be like, he'd be like, what? He'd be like, what you mean? You want to make it 81 games instead of 82? Shut the fuck up. Like, you, like what you want? Like, bro, that's the type of nigga David, I, I thought the same shit when I heard this. I was like, David Stern would have fucked him up bro like ain't no not once but fucking twice my boy like oh my god like i agree with you um in the regards that um i mean i definitely think that 
the 25 game suspension wasn't enough. I don't and like they bro, the Grizzlies aren't that bad of a team to be able to win games while Jaw's not there. They didn't. They literally did it. <laughs> that I mean, I just don't understand. Like Adams, I get it. Like you want it for the entertainment because Jaw brings in a lot of money tickets wise, like a shit load. Um, but hey big dog, season tickets are already bought for next season, bro. They already bought out. Like you ain't gonna worry about that. It's them regular-ass tickets that people got to actually buy that you got to look out for. Secondly, in terms of harshness, like, I mean, and like I kind of already alluded to, I mean, 25 games ain't shit, bro. There's 82 games. Excuse me. There's 82 games in the regular season. Think about what he just, just did to them. It's, that means he gets to play 60 or, sorry, 57 games. 57. Say they go, say they, they go, like, 580 in those games. They'll be somewhere around 37, 30, 30 something wins, 31, 32 wins out of 57 games he plays. I mean, bro, they go even in his 25 games or even or a little bit under 12, 12 games. That's 50, 49 or 40, uh, 49 fucking wins. 49 over, uh, what is it? 33. 49 and 33. That's a good fucking record. Yeah. That's a good ass record, bro. This is the West. That shit's hard. That shit is not easy. Like, you're talking about, oh, yeah, 25 games, but you know what I'm saying? He should have disqualified for the All-Star game. That's all he want to do. Because guess what? We're the All-Star game next year, uh, Mike. I, don't, I have no idea. Oh, I, I don't mean, I don't know. I can I'll look find up. Out. I can look up. Um, yep. But I feel like, um, I feel like John Morant was also kind of playing in Adam Silver's face, like, he, he, yo, Adam Silver, he called you pussy, bro. You literally, like, you were, you had a one-on-one man-to-man talk with him. They sat him down with Jalen Rose on national television, had a face-to-face interview, and then Ja called you pussy, stood up on the Jeep and flashed the, flashed the gun playing NBA young boy, was in the car flashing a gun. He don't care, bro. He is... He is living in a different world right now. Did you did you find where it's at? It's in fucking Indiana, bro. Oh, Ja don't want to go that no way. There's there's strip yeah, clubs he mean, rather there's strip clubs he rather be at anyway. He cool off that, yo. Yeah, I mean, like, bro, it, and it's all because they postponed the COVID because of COVID. It would have been, and it would have been in 2021, which I don't know why the fuck, bro. Like, you're going to Indianapolis. That shit like, sounds whack, bro. Like, going to Miami. Even, Char- I mean, Charlotte. Like, Atlanta, New York, fucking L.A. Like, even San Fran. Because you obviously got Golden State, big basketball uh, city more than they... Well, even... They've always been a big basketball city, but actually been able to win over the past few years. You could have went to Austin or, like, Dallas. Like, bro, Houston. Like, bro, like... you, you, you Let's go to fucking Indianapolis, bro. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> think about how many, like, you know, you know why I think it was in is in Indianapolis. If you really want me to think, like, say it this way, and they made this game because it got it got moved, like I said, from the twenty twenty one season. Because I think they they could have probably put it in any season they wanted to, like if they wanted, if, it's completely up to them. I think because they thought LeBron was gonna be gone by now, and they're like, oh, well, we could put we could put it in twenty twenty four since it got canceled. Because I thought it was like a bid pro- Is it not like a bidding process? It is a bidding process. I don't know how far they bid out, but I know they probably had some leeway in terms of years. They probably could have put it back a couple more years if they wanted to. 
but my personal opinion is that they probably um, thought LeBron was going to be gone. That brings away tickets. Not even tickets. I mean, it's going to be sold out, but that brings away people and the excitement about the game and etc. But back to the point that we were saying, yes, John Morant played in Adam Silver's face. His soft, skinny ass, bald head ass, look, naked mole rat looking ass, literally said, 25 games. That's enough. Like, all I got to say is, is like, for me, and then the toy gun thing, just, that shit just too funny for me. Like, I, can, I can't even believe someone would even try to play. Like, bro, people know what real guns look like. Like, we know what a real Glock looks like, bro. Nobody like, would have reacted that. that way on the fucking phone. His friend wouldn't have moved the phone if it was a toy, if it was a toy gun. They would have, he would have moved it away and then be like, I got you. And then just lit the little fire. Like it was a toy. We know that won't no toy gun, nigga. You tripping. Bro. And I'm tired of like, see, we talked about this briefly. I believe in like one of our pods in the past. It's just that like the youth in the NBA is so great. Cause there's a ton of talent. It's so good for the game. It makes the game exciting. Uh, speaking of that draft on Thursday, y'all better be looking out. Uh, I don't think what I'm just joking. I'm looking for the Charlotte pick. That's all I give a fuck about. Um, but there's so much young talent in the league. And when you give people that not to say Ja came from some broke ass family or nothing like that, he didn't even come from no, no broke shit. He's just a regular ass nigga, bro. Regular middle-class nigga that just played basketball and he happens to be good at it. Like, but a lot of times when people come from situations where they didn't have any type of money and they don't really know how to deal with it, they'd be acting up. He just acting up point blank period, bro. Like, who told you you're a gangster, my boy? And who told you it's okay? And who told you that 25 games was enough, Adam Silver? Because somebody should have clocked your bald ass over the head and said, hey, my boy, I need that shit to be, like, way more. I mean, like, if it was like, only going to be 25 games, why did we make it such a big deal when it happened again? Like, why is everyone acting so stern? Like, I felt like the way that they were treating it, the kind of the – the aura around the whole situation. Like when they came out with a 25 game suspension, it was just kind of like, uh, I mean, I guess like, I mean, I feel like if I was a player, if I was a player, bro, like, and it was just a 25 game suspension. Next time I'm lit up with my boys in the club, I'm over here dangling the gun. Like, Hey, Hey, fuck you, Adam. Give me fuck that 25. You, I'm going to Turks and Caicos. <laughs> yeah, like, what? what the fuck? Nigga really thinks that that shit was enough. He was like, yeah, this shit's good, bro. This is going to get him real good. Like, ain't nobody in Josh's camp is like, oh, like, bro, you got to, like, they probably want him to stop doing it because they want that bag. But, like, I mean, dog, it's just OD. Like, it, he, it's so pathetic. It's just pathetic at this point, bro. And I hate it. I hate it for, like, the league. Because the league ain't really going to understand. Now you're going to have a whole bunch of niggas acting up for no reason. Oh, yeah. A whole bunch of... And Ja had the nerve to say, I think the media is out to get me. Like, nigga, no, you just stupid as fuck. You dumb as fuck. I went on Instagram Live. Like, bro, you are just dumb as fuck. I don't want to hear the media is out to get me. You literally... (laughs) <laughs> was the biggest news in the NBA for flashing a gun. And then you went and did it again and want to have the nerve to say somebody's out to get you and then got a 25 game suspension, bro. They're literally doing everything they can 
to make sure that your reputation is straight and you just out here don't you just don't get the message but i mean that's i thought it was i thought it was soft that's that's kind of where i'm at with it um, I'm just gonna go and let it be known. Ja, I ain't got I ain't got no dis I don't disrespect you, bro. Nothing like that. No, I say and I I like watching you play basketball, but like it, as a young hey, for the young bucks out there, anybody looking up at Ja, he's the wrong one right now, bro. He's the wrong one. He's the wrong one. I'm sorry. I'm Bats. sorry. Just that's just that's point blank. Um yeah. And fuck you, Adam Silver, for literally just being salt as fuck. I usually like you, like, honestly, because I think you, you've done good for the league. I mean, we know Big Stern would have fucked that nigga over, like I said, but you uh, being a little bit soft here, being a little bit soft. <laughs> and I, <laughs> you talk, you talk, you, you, you acted like your voice sounds. And I don't need you to be doing that. I need you to bring that energy. I need, <laughs> I need you to bring that energy, bro. But speaking of. Stupidity, not even necessarily stupidity, but just very, very dramatic situation. One of our favorite artists on the planet, man. My, I mean, I love listening to him. I, I, I'm and sorry, this, if the streets, I'm sorry. Look, hey, I'm sorry, bro. Gunna. If you don't know, Gunna just dropped an album called, let me, let me get the name here, A Gift and a Curse. So that's something to even think about off the rip, just the album name. Um, but obviously, we listened to the album. We, you know, we're music people. We, we're going to go through it. Um, Want to get first your initial thoughts on the album, and then I'll kind of go into some questioning here in terms of like, and maybe it might lead right into it, you know? Yeah. Um, initially, so I listened to it, and I, you know, I went in with a blank slate. I, would, I didn't go into it. Wanting to not like it, I didn't go into it rooting for him. I just listened to it and, you know, let me see what he's got to say. And for all the street niggas out there, y'all took y'all's first L, bro. Rats up. Rats up. Hey, watch out in New York City. Them rats about to be running, son, because the rats up. 6ix9ine, he already out here. He was blasting that gunner. He had a video. He was blasting gunner. Yo, rats got the dub right now. Because Gunna came with the heat, bro. Gunna came with the heat. And I was listening to this one podcast, NFL uh, podcast, where they talk about a bunch of rap albums. And they were, you know, they were really quick to put out their review. And one thing I noticed about all the people on podcasts, YouTube, etc., that were really quick to put out the review on Gunna is they jumped on the, oh, this is trash. This is bad. And my kind of, where I kind of think that they were going with it is they thought that that was going to be the perceived notion that everyone was going to jump to hate on it because he he ratted out blah 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 well guess what you jumped the gun bro because gunnat came in firing i thought i thought it was a great album top to bottom no features which was really impressive i thought it was much better than Lil dirk's album which Lil dirk was just talking shit about gunna on the academics podcast he was calling him a rat he said he don't fuck with no rats well guess what Gunna said, fuck you mean. And then I swerved. <laughs> he said, fuck. That should be, that should be, fuck you mean. Yeah, it, it, look, I'm going to go let it be known, bro. Let it be known that if you, if you're one of them, bro, like, shut up, little Dirk. You didn't even slide. Like, I, I don't want to hear <laughs> shit. Like, you already know this shit. Like, 
Come, come, actually, don't come see me, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, you wilder, son. <laughs> Big Stern said that. So, not, not Mike, not Mike. Uh, that was Mike. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, word. I mean, like, look, man, I, I, mean, I got no hate to the streets. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm not in the streets either, and I don't really know what that life's like, personally. But um, I agree with you, man. I mean, the, the album was great. I mean, bottom man i had like there's bottoms my favorite song off the album right now right now bottoms my favorite song oh my gosh that shit you put that shit in the car boy you be feeling right be feeling right you be feeling excited played it while i was in the gym today like it, it it's 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 great um and then like he kind of talked about a little bit like there was a there i don't know what song it was in which 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 record it was but um he was talking about how he's like at the back of his lawyer's lambo truck crying or Maybach or something um like he's saying like this shit's been like hard on him like people obviously not supporting him and like thinking he's did something he don't think he like that he obviously says that he didn't and that type of shit I feel for him, you know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of goes to the album cover or the album title being a gift and a curse. Like it's a gift that I had the streets, but now that now it's a curse that like I had to like maybe 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 he's just insinuating the fact that he didn't even do what people think he did and he's still getting fucked over for it, like personally for him. Um talking about bulletproofing his cars, bro, like all his whips to make sure he's not getting pulled up on it and getting slid on. Hey. Young Thug got some shooters. That's what I want to let it be known. I want to let it be known that he got real shooters, and them niggas don't give a fuck. They'll kill anybody. Yeah, I'm really fucking with uh, Turn Your Back on the album. The shit's so know, hard. Yeah, Gun is so that. good at, like, just the, the soft kind of thug melody shit. Also, like, it was kind of funny to me, though, is these new niggas when they rapping, bro. Because I, I think it was, <laughs> like, as much as I like the song and I like the sound, have you ever thought about just how fucking lame it really is when you think about the fact that these supposedly hard-ass niggas get on a track and over here, you know, harmonizing in melody and trying to sound tough as shit? Like, nigga, don't fucking sing about how you gonna shoot me, bitch. Like, that shit. Why YNW Melly, bro. Why no, no, when he says 1, it, it sounds demonic. It sounds demonic and scary as fuck, so I don't... Well, he be... He, he be... He be hitting some melodic stuff here and there. He be he be rolling with that. No, nah, he be but hitting the okay. melodies, but it be sounding like them fucking uh, horror movie melodies, like you know you about to die type shit. I got murder yeah. on my mind. Like, oh hell no, nah, bro. <laughs> I believe you, nigga. That's I believe an exorcist, you. motherfucker. <laughs> I believe your ass too. Um, going like, kind of want to get to uh, a question or two here because I want to see where your head's at on it, and I have obviously some thoughts on all of them as well. One, uh, first being, you know, are the streets, I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but we could ask it anyways. Are the streets, and I'm talking specifically about Atlanta because we know, you know, that's, that's, his, that's his play, that's where they from. Are they fucking with this at all? Or like, what's going on? Like, do we feel like they're even like fucking with it? Or are they like fucking with all the low key? And they're just like, uh, like can't be bumping this shit in the, in the, in the car, bro. What's wrong with boys? I'm, I'm feeling like Atlanta, I think there's two scenarios. I think they're either, they're either not listening to it, not even going to allow themselves to fuck with it. Or kind of like you said, like so they heard it somewhere and was like, 
fuck you mean like oh shit like that's what that's, <laughs> that's what that nigga fucking oh i can't play that shit but i personally i don't think it matters like i understand atlanta's the epicenter of where all this goes down and that's like that's his fucking spot and whatnot but everybody outside of atlanta is fucking with this this shit is like running apple music charts right now uh it's like number one right now is killing it it does not matter what Atlanta thinks. Gunna is past Atlanta. He only needed Atlanta to blow up. He's past that. He's he's fucking nationwide now. And we're fucking with it. And, you know, I think... Uh, here's a crazy thing, too. I think that we are moving... For all the street niggas that go by street code, and, I mean, I understand you grew up on it and whatnot, and it's honorable that you have a code, you live by it, and you stick by it, it shows your ability to be disciplined with your morals and X, Y, and Z. But guess what? Hold up. We talk about morals. These motherfuckers be selling selling drugs to niggas. <laughs> but it's a code, what? bro. It's a code, and they follow by it. But even though they selling drugs, like, they do it within the guidelines of the code. You don't <laughs> pop up on somebody else's corner, bro. And if you pop up on somebody else's corner, and they give you a little... <laughs> Then you know you ain't got nobody be mad at yourself. It's code, nigga. You already knew it. You read the book, you know. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, you are if you are one of those people and you identify with that life and you identify with that code. I hate to tell you this, you are a dying breed. You're completely a dying breed. You wanna know why you're a dying breed? You're a dying breed because the rappers today are not. They're not really about that like that. Like they lived around it. They were hanging with those people, but they're glorified mascots. And rap is so big now that it doesn't matter if the streets ain't fucking with you. Guess what? The streets aren't buying the concert tickets. The streets aren't buying merchandise. You know who's buying merchandise? Fucking middle class, rich, white boys and girls are buying the merchandise. And they don't give a fuck if you rat it, bro. If they they wanted you to rat. They didn't want to see you in prison, so they wanted you to drop another album. All that shit is dying. You, you like people need to get the whole rat shit out your brain. That shit like that holds no weight no more. Whether you think it's right or wrong, it doesn't hold any weight. I promise you. As long like we always say, as long as you deliver on the tunes it does not matter what you're doing at all and gonna deliver. Just yeah, sign, seal, deliver. I, I think that it kind of leads into the next question here, which is obviously the opposition here being Thugger. And if you don't know who Thugger is, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say why you're watching it. I'm just joking. I'm here to educate too. Um, young Thug. Young Thug announced a possible drop of an album via QR code, right? Pretty close to, like, gonna dropping, like, right after, like, around the time. And he was getting reposted by Drake, by, like, I mean, big artists, bro. Like, and I'm thinking that Thug's got these people on the album, too, which is crazy. Um, that shit could be nuts. That might, he coming for somebody's neck. And the thing is, you know Drake ain't gonna talk that street shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think Thug's about to, like, clap back at Gunna? Or are they on good terms? Like, he even said in the album, like, Gunna had a line, like, Free Thug or, uh, yeah, Free Thugger or something like that. Like, along the lines, like, Free, oh, it was Free Jeffrey. Yeah. It was Free, Free Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Like, bro, he said it, and he ain't trying to have beef with him. He's just saying some of these niggas out here that, like, are out 
maybe trying to slaughter him. It's like, no, fuck y'all niggas, because y'all ain't real niggas. Like, y'all ain't the people that I'm trying to fuck with. I'm trying to fuck with him because he got me here. He helped me get to where I am. Like, do you think Thug is going to stoop low and clap back at Gunna on this album somehow? Uh, I know you got some thoughts. I'll kind of give you what I'm thinking. I kind of take a different approach. I feel like a lot of people are going to look really stupid when Thug comes out and there's a gunner track. Or Thug comes out and has a line saying, I still ride with my nigga Gunner. Or some shit advocating for Gunner. A lot of niggas going to look stupid. And I don't know if that's necessarily what I think is going to happen, but I'm just saying if that were to happen, people like Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, what you going to do now? Because if I'm gonna and Doug says that and, you know, he co-signs with me again. And so the streets are cool. Like, Young Thug was oh, in I'm on it. He's straight with it. Running it up. Running it up. If Lil Baby running. or Lil Dirt hit me up, it's like, nah, it's ups, nigga. It's up. Like, I don't give a fuck, bro. J. Cole's little verse can't save you today. My album's eating your album, bro. Because Gunna didn't need no features. Dirt got all the features in the world. His album still ain't hit on shit. I ain't heard his album nowhere but all my life. Literally, J. Cole's the only reason why I've heard J. Cole and a fucking group of choir fucking white kids is the only reason why I've heard Little Dirt anywhere since I've been out and about. Also, I mean, I guess, you know, Little Dirt don't make music for me. He make music for, you know, the streets. I ain't in the streets. But all I'm saying is, you know, the money's not in the streets. So where the money is, I'm not hearing your music being played. I guarantee you, Gunner's music gonna be played. Butter, baby. Exactly. No. But what are what are you kind of thinking about? Um, because I know you had some thoughts on the QR code, and I'm kind of curious to see kind of where your head is. First off, I think it's fire fucking marketing. Second of all, I know for a fact. Doug's sister is about to eat. Regard, it doesn't matter, bro, because the the label's still eating. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Gunna makes an album. Doug makes an album. They can they can manufacture beef, and they're both gonna eat. Yeah, like that. That's what like think about it. make two separate 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 uh, records, and people are gonna listen to both of them to compare them. And, and it's like, still uh, under it's still under YSL too. Like Gunna's new album is still under YSL. So YSL yeah, he's because he's yeah he's still signed with them. Like it's it's bro. Doug's sister is eating. YSL's eating. They're gonna continue to eat because they have a great label slash gang, um, and. There's no reason, like, me personally, I don't think Thug's going to come after Gunna on the album. He might throw something in there, like, he won't say it. Maybe him not saying anything might be, like, shots in and of itself. Um, but, I mean, if you got, if, I'm assuming Drake and all the people that reposted the QR code are on the album, because, you know, Drake's all about his fucking clout. He's going to make sure niggas know he, he, he be there. Um, excuse me. I'm thinking... If Drake's on that album, and he definitely ain't saying shit to Gunna on a Drake song, because Drake ain't about to be like, I shoot you in the face, Gunna, fuck you, nigga. Nah, he will kill him. Gunna will kill him. He'll get someone to kill him. Like, Drake, Drake you're going to die. No. Nobody can touch Drake, bro. Nobody. Well, Drake, I'm not, Drake, can de- I'm not saying- Drake can sneak this any rapper in the game, and he's not getting touched. Well, no, I'm, I'm, and I'm saying physically. I don't think, I don't know if you think I'm... T- uh, metaphorically, I'm, t- I'm talking about like, 
really kill him, like physically. Oh, I, I know. Him. I'm saying nobody's touching Drake, bro. Nobody. Bro, I I don't know the Drake. YSL. The YSL. No matter if the people in YSL ain't really fucking with Gunner like that right now, like they got a lot of leverage, bro. He still has well, Drake leverage. Is fuck- There's still people out there fucking with him. Drake is protected by Jay Prince and his people. He did say he did it for Jay Prince. Drake is good, bro. Maybe? <laughs> Drake is. I promise you, if any nigga was a diss somebody on that album and it was Drake, you know, all Drake going to get is a verse back. <laughs> and then you going to get cooked on that too. <laughs> Be like, damn. Yeah. He's going to have the ghost coming coming with leaks. He also going to diss nah, you man. in a way I, I, that you're not even sure if he's dissing you. <laughs> he's gonna it's be like, damn, is that about me? I'm not. I'm not even sure. He said he was gonna go to the Senko Saint, back to the Vava, to the Senko Saint. Sneak. <laughs> I don't even know what this nigga talk about right now. You couldn't even go to the Vava, to the back to the Vava, to the Vuvu. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But I don't think Young Thug would no. uh, say any. I don't think he's gonna come at Gunna. I think, like you said, uh, depending on how he doesn't come at Gunna, could be a um, a diss in itself. But I really think that Young Thug, more importantly than anything, is just going to use this opportunity to make like a deep, a really good project. I'm kind of curious. I, I don't know. Do you think that they like? Um, you think that they have scraps that they're using and they're going to try and use scraps that he's already made to kind of fit the mold of what's going on now? Or do you think that like it's like a Lil Wayne type thing where Lil Wayne recorded parts of his song uh, in the mother beeping or uh, the mother um, <laughs> in the jail cell? <laughs> and uh, and I just I'm I think just... there's going to be a mixture of both. I think it's going to be a mixture of both. I don't think that they're going to pull out all old scraps. I'm sure Thug's got crazy amounts of scraps. Great stuff. But to make like a concise project, because you know Thug He's a smart guy. Obviously, if he got away with being having running a gang for years, um, but I think it's gonna be a mixture. The scraps gonna be a mix of like where they can't find like that same sound they want on something maybe he put together that was new, ish. Like if you don't think people are sliding to the fucking prison cell to record with Thug or like have like collaborate with him, then you're fucking crazy. Oh no, so, everybody's uh, itching to get on that. Anybody who's anybody would and be that, itching and, and and the whole notion behind Gunna's album, the reason he did it solo is the fact that they like don't think he had the bread to do it. Like that's like to to have features because like bro, there's like million dollar features. Like or no, Drake's like well, he used to be five hundred k. He probably a milli now. Like to get him on a track, like unless he's just offering to be on a track and he's about oh discount rate seven fifty. Like come on, bro. Like you know how I'm gonna be on this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not but a no 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 but a OVO thing, yeah. Like, nah, he <laughs> he he doesn't like he doesn't need money, but he a greedy motherfucker. He's all he said that shit in so many songs on the lowest of keys of how greedy he is, and niggas and niggas, nobody catches it, bro. Nobody catches it because Drake. He's like, ah, this shit a fucking banger, like mistaken. But I give props to Gunna, bro, doing a whole solo album. I mean. It's the best. I gotta be careful. Um, it's probably the best project I've I've heard in full this year. Personally, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like it'll, so far, uh, it'll be perceived that way. I'm personally, I'm more on Pistols and Pearls, Kodak Black, but like, I definitely feel like Gunna's A Gift and a Curse will be perceived as a better album, but I'm all I mean, just, just, just commercial, commercially, commercially, it'll be a better yeah, I, I album. Yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree for sure. Yeah, I think that. I mean, and we all know you're a Kodak stan. If you don't, if you guys don't know, now you know. This man is a stan for Kodak. I like Kodak too, but he's a stan. He's a stan. Yes, ain't, sir. Ain't no other um, but I, I do give him big ups, man. I was listening to a little bit of the Joe Budden podcast. They were chatting about it. Uh, shout out Joe Budden. Love, love the pod. Love to do a collab one day when we actually get somewhere. But yeah, sick. Um, I was listening to him talk about it a little bit. And I was like, damn, like people are like, there's so many different ways to look at this situation with Gunna. So many different ways with this album, the way it sounds, like what it's about, like X, Y, and Z. There's so many different ways to look about it. And I think that one of the things that like I find really impressive is that not only he did it solo, but the fact that it hit. Yeah. Like the, see, if you just did a solo album, that shit dropped. Like, and it's just like, oh, all right. People said this was the make or break album for him. Like, if he did not hit an album here, like, and he decided to do that shit solo, no features, bro. No fucking features. He knocked it, he knocked it out of the park. The only thing that I would say is I honestly feel like he should have dropped this album a little earlier because sonically, the sound of it, um, I would have preferred it a little bit earlier into the season than I would as a summer album per se. Doesn't necessarily sound mm-hmm. like a summer album. That doesn't take away from the fact that it's a good album. He killed it. He knocked it out of the park. But just from a sounds perspective, sonically I would have preferred it maybe a couple months earlier. I feel like it would have kind of tied in with uh you know the way people are moving out in the seasons right now. But as a summer project, it uh still hitting. It's still banging and people are still going to play it. I just wouldn't have uh, put it out beginning of summer because it doesn't necessarily match the tone of what's going to be going on throughout the day. Hey, bro, I'm just going to go let you know it's not summer yet. It's going to be summer fucking... Isn't it going to be summer by the time by the time they're hearing this shit? Who the fuck is they? Huh? Who the fuck is they? I don't know. I gotta say, they. I don't know what you know. What who listening to us? <laughs> so, I'm joking. I'm, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. Nah, man. Impressive. <clears throat> Excuse me. Impressive. And I do think this is a staple. This is a, <clears throat> this is a staple. <clears throat> Damn, nigga, what's in your goddamn throat, bro? <laughs> what the fuck? I think this nigga is gonna dying. be. This is good. This is gonna be a standout album for the rest of Young Thug's music career. This will be the album that people talk about. It won't be as, oh, this album was great. Like, it'll be the fact that he made an album, came out of prison, and it hit. And he did it all by himself. Not all by himself, but he did it solo on the tracks. And that's something I can respectfully appreciate. Because there's something about doing that type of shit. It's so hard. It's so hard. Like, it's so hard to do. It is absolutely commendable when someone achieves greatness on their own they stand out on their own and achieve greatness on their own but unfortunately we're about to talk about someone who does not achieve greatness on his own he's literally been on 
super team after super team after super team still can't get no ring without the fucking man himself fucking Steph Curry but he's been on super team after super team in case you did not hear breaking news big news came out it was probably the biggest news in sports at the moment um because John Morant suspension won't fucking shit so this was the biggest news in sports is that Bradley Beal got traded to the Suns so now we're looking at a big three assembled with KD Devin Booker and Bradley Bill, absolutely nasty big three. That shit sounds crazy. I'm interested to see how they incorporate it, how they kind of work and play off of each other. But we will get into all that. First, I want to know from you, Sterling, should they be the favorites to come out the West? Damn, should they be the favorites for the finals? What is your initial thoughts? Absolutely not. They'll be they'll go out in the semifinals of the Western Conference again. Uh, literally again, I guarantee it. Like, I literally guarantee it. I am so disgusted. With, like, and I'm not even KD hater. First of all, Bradley Bill is definitely an underrated superstar. He's not going to blend well with that team. I'm going to go ahead and let you know. I'm going to go ahead and let you know. He's just not. He's not going to blend well because KD wants to touch the ball, but KD's a ball shooter. He could actually shoot and shoot 50% for the floor and have 30 points. And shoot 20, maybe 20 shots. Maybe. Hey, you don't know who that booker is, right? That nigga gonna shoot. We all were trolling, uh, what's his name? KCP? Not KCP, MCP. Yeah. We were trolling him, right? When, when he, when he non stop, bro, trigger. Nah, Devin, touch the ball, bro. That shit is going up. There is no down with that motherfucker. It's like no drip. No, no, no. It's going to be like, pull up. Kendall, oh my God, I miss you. Like, it's going to be all types of shit, bro. Like, and she, the crazy thing is, I wish she would have showed up to one of them games, bro. Oh, he would have been fucking shaking, shaking. Obviously, she didn't need to because they still suck. They did get rid of the Chris Paul curse, which is great. But I'm going to tell you, man. Semifinals of the Western Conference again. And I'm predicting, I'm even predicting the team they lose to. Pending Draymond Green getting a different deal at the Warriors. I do believe the Warriors will beat the, the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference semifinals. 4-2. I'm I'm kind of on the same boat. I don't I don't see them as being a favorite to get out the West, and here, here's why. I have a couple questions, and don't get me wrong. They absolutely can do it. I'm not here to say that it's something that they're one of these teams that does not have a shot. They do have a shot. They have the pieces. They have the core to make it happen, and it's kind of interesting how they were able to keep everybody. I mean, they were able to keep DeAndre Ayton, but Ayton's a bitch, but maybe because he's got three other people that that can get their fucking 20 that it might make Aiden shine a little bit because we only need you to shine every little here and there bro just play some lockdown defense get some rebounds and get you fucking 12 points nigga just do that can you do that nigga yo big ass can you do that nigga are you gonna let looney fucking are you gonna let all these fucking niggas outwork you bro you were literally a dog in arizona but no nah, let me get off Aiden because he ain't shit Aiden not shit the reason why 
The reason why I got questions about this Sun squad is, well, for starters, nobody on that team. I have this theory about when it comes to players and we're looking at them to win final to win a finals that you can almost feel that they're going to win a finals in their career or that they're coming up on a finals. Like it's really like I feel like I can feel it. Like when I first saw Steph Curry and he was having his breakout season, it was like, oh. I mean, I didn't know Steph was going to be what he is today, but I was like, he's going to get him one. No doubt about that. Even come down to this year's with uh, Jokic. Obviously, we doubted him for a really long time, uh, rightfully so at first. But um, midway through this playoffs, it did not take us long. I feel like most people felt like, oh, okay, this might be the year he gets him one or at least gets there and really makes some noise in the finals it's really a feeling and nobody on that sun squad gives me that feeling and uh with kd i'm kind of i'm kind of when it comes to finals with kd i'm i'm over that i'm over that yo kd you know he was the best player on those warriors teams i get it even though steph saw all the pressure he saw all the double teams teams were trying to stop steph so i still believe steph was the best player on the team, Kevin was allowed to flourish because everybody was trying to stop Steph. But at the same time, without Steph Curry, KD can't do shit. He's had good teams. He's had James Harden, Russell Westbrook. He's had James Harden, Kyrie Irving. He's had Steph Curry, Clay. He's had Devin Booker, Chris Paul. He is going to have Devin Booker, Bradley Beal. I think finals for Kevin Durant, for me personally, I just think it's up. I think I think that shit's up. Now, I do feel like with the net squad, maybe if they stay healthy, they might have would have won that. They definitely would have They would have they would have they would have got they they, they would have beat one. the Bucks for they sure. Got one. They would have yeah. beat the Bucks. But all I'm saying is I just think that that shit's dead with it's over. Nobody gives me that feeling. Devin Booker doesn't give me that feeling. I don't feel like he's uh, going to get that up. That nigga one. is Charles Barkley. He is Charles Barkley reincarnated, bro. Actually, technically, it'd be Chris Paul because he kind of bald. But um, Devin Booker is the definition, bro. Definition will never because he he is too selfish, in my opinion. My personal opinion, I think he's too selfish. And there's nothing wrong with being selfish as a superstar, but I think he's a little too selfish. I know? think he's got the skill and he's and got he's got the heart for it. It's just like I said, I have a theory. It's kind of a feeling. He just doesn't feel like to me. Right now, that someone that will get one, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal is a good piece. What what I like about Bradley Beal, and here's what we got to figure out. Well, we got to figure out for the Suns who's running the point. We saw in the playoffs that Devin Booker is more than capable of running the point. Will they roll that out in the next season? I, if I was personally them, I would I would try it out. I would roll Devin Booker with the point. I would make sure that when Devin Booker's looking for shots, he's looking for Bradley Beal. I'm trying to get Bradley Beal as hot as possible, pause, playing the game as early as possible. I want Bradley Beal to get all his buckets. I want him to get in the rhythm as early as possible. Why? Because Devin Booker playing off, when he's playing the point, you know, he's going to get his. With Bradley Beal and Kevin Durant there, Devin Booker's going to get his. His shots are going to be open. Kevin Durant's plug and play. He don't need the ball. He don't need Devin Booker to dish him the ball. He don't, Bradley Beal can get his. Kevin Durant can sit anywhere on the court. 
when it's his time to score, he will efficiently get his, I'm not worried about KD. That's the approach I would go. But the biggest question mark is the depth. They still, they didn't fix the problem. <clears throat> yeah, you got somebody else who can get you 20, but the problem was you had no depth. Niggas were tired. There are no role players on the team. And you still didn't fix that problem. I was watching. Um, no, their salary cap is. Do you see that shit? Yeah, With yeah. I was Aiton? just getting into. Yeah. Oh my god! I was They're watching first things first. They're gonna have the three highest players two years from now. So literally, uh, shout out Nick Wright. I think he's one of the best commentators in the game right now. Might be the best. Uh, still pending. Um, but all I'm saying is, is he, he said that this year is kind of a make and break because right now they have two of the highest paid players in the league and Devin Booker and Kevin Durant next year. And the following year after that, they will have three of the highest players, highest paid players in the league. What does that mean? It means that if you can't find the adequate pieces to go with them, this season is only going to get harder from here. So I just don't see how they're going to make that work. I don't think they have the depth. There's a lot of other teams with more potential that I like. I think Golden State's going to do some fire shit in free agency. I don't think they're going to look the same, but I do think that they're going to get the adequate pieces to make to allow Steph to do his thing again. Nuggets, I, I don't think they're a flash in the pan. I don't know if they'll win a back-to-back finals, but you got to deal with them. They're here now. They're young and they're here now and you're going to and they got the experience and they got the uh the confidence. Now you got to deal with these niggas every year, year in, year out. Lakers, who knows what kind of bullshit they're going to do and you know LeBron, who knows what kind of fucking GM shit he going to get him another super team. We we thought we were about to get super teams out of here. You know, I'm sure LeBron will find a way to keep it around for as long as he's still playing, but <clears throat> Lakers still going to be in that conversation. Uh, Nuggets, or I mean uh, Grizzlies, John only got a 25-game suspension, so they're going to be out there playing again. And the Mavs making moves. It's going to be tough out there. This is no cakewalk. This is no cakewalk at all. I do like I like the acquisition. They didn't have to give up much. To me, it was a fleece of a deal. Uh, but I don't think they're the – I just don't see them as the favorites. I don't know who's the guy. Who is the guy? Is it Devin Booker? Is it KD? I'm not sure they know who that guy is that's going to lead them that way because I just don't feel like KD's going to command the the team and the ball to lead them. Devin Booker, Devin Booker will command it, but I don't know. I don't know if I see a Finals win with Devin Booker commanding the game and the shot. And you know, Bill's just there for the ride. The thing, the thing, <laughs> he's there for the ride. Uh, all these guys can take over a game, right? Like, we know this. Bradley was a phenomenal superstar that is, once again, like I already said, underrated. Um, as all that knows, um, two, we already saw what Kevin Durant did in the finals. Like, we, we know we know that he is capable. Like, if it's the finals, bro, and especially if that he's, hot, he's unstoppable, he's unstoppable. There's nobody in the league that can stop Kevin Durant when he's hot, no one. There's not one fucking player. Like Giannis, no, Giannis cannot stop him, bro. Because Giannis is getting his damn knees tore up trying to guard him. Literally trying to guard him. Devin Booker is one of those guys, like you said, he's got the mindset to take over a game. 
Um, and he's obviously got the skills. I don't think he's going to be able to, he can't perform on that stage consistently perform on that stage. As you could see in uh, the playoffs. He's like, it's almost like he's known for it at this point. But, you know, that's just me. But, you know, I will talk about the NBA because the NBA makes the world go round. We know that when it comes to Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant's a popular commodity. Thought he let Lana Rhodes' uh, part of the baby mama drama type show or baby daddy drama. And as we know now, that's my man Bruce Brown. Shout out Bruce Brown. This man ring and he got he bagged Lana Rhodes with a kid. And she honestly probably makes around the same amount of money he does, which is insane. And that's all for OnlyFans. Um, but to that very point, guys and gals, I want to talk a little bit more about there was a picture that just came out with Aaron Rodgers and um Actually, I did not want to move into this. Yeah, it is. It's Black React time. Jesus Christ. It's already time? Man. Yeah. We rolling. So after the I know we are rolling, but we started a little earlier tonight. So um, it's all good on this end. Um, but we are Black React for the week. So after the picture of Aaron Rodgers, obviously, and Kevin Durant, you know, going crazy on the internet, absolutely fucking nuts. It's got us in this mindset now, if we're really looking, excuse me, at these two players and knowing what they've done in his career, two all-time greats in their sport, respectfully, um, who has had the better career in their sport? Would that be the big A, Aaron Rodgers, who just recently moved to another green team that doesn't that is not the Packers, being the Jets, or the Durantula, the snake himself, Kevin Durant? I want to start off with you, Mike, and see kind of where you stand on this because. I already know I have my thoughts on it. To me, I think it's I think it's pretty easy conversation. I and you know I stole this question from Speak for Yourself, uh, solid show. Shout out that show. Uh, but I did think that the conversation was interesting, and I was curious to see what you would think. I have a feeling we're kind of on the same boat. But to me, it's an easy it's an easy answer. I think Kevin Durant has had the greatest career out of the two. Um, and the reason I went with that, and, you know, there's a lot of similarities to their career that makes this comparison really good because they're kind of like the same players in a, in a sense, not necessarily identi- identical matchup perfectly, but they're kind of similar, you know, and it's kind of your preference. Do you think, do you hold more weight in an MVP or do you hold more weight in championships? Obviously, Kevin Durant's got more championships than Aaron Rodgers does, but at the same time, Super Bowls are harder to win than NBA Finals are. And Aaron Rodgers has four MVPs. Why I, how I, how I had to come to the conclusion that Kevin Durant has had the better career over Aaron Rodgers is because when I think about how they're going to be perceived when their career is over, I think that Kevin Durant will be perceived in a higher light than Aaron Rodgers is as an overall player. Now, Aaron Rodgers, because we inflate quarterbacks so high and we think of um, <clears throat> we think of the greatest quarterbacks, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a top five uh, greatest quarterback most likely considered when it's all said and done by most people because, you know, he's one of the greatest talents we've seen throw the football. But it's not just a quarterback league. Like, we get caught up in the quarterback stuff. And once we really dial it back and it's not just a quarterback league – 
No one has Aaron Rodgers' top five NFL player all time. No one has Aaron Rodgers' top 10 NFL, top 15 NFL player all time. I don't, I'm not even sure he's a top 20 NFL player all time when it really said and done. We're really adding in, if we're being honest and not over-inflating quarterbacks when it comes to NFL players, then yes, he's not a top 20 NFL player all time. But when Kevin Durant finishes, I think he is definitely going to be a top 20 NBA player all time. He might already be a top 20 NBA player all time. He probably is a top 20 NBA player all time already. And just as a individual, when we look at him, when the career's done, I think Kevin Durant will have so much more prestige around his career than Aaron Rodgers will. And Aaron Rodgers has a lot of legacy and a lot of um, great moments that we have. And like I said, he's got four MVPs, which is a really hard thing to do. But at the same time, MVPs are a quarterback award. Only quarterbacks win it. So you're really just the best quarterback that year and not necessarily the best player because I personally am not someone who believes that the best player is always the best quarterback. So, I mean, that's kind of where I lie on it. Yeah, um, I would love to disagree with you. I've never – see, first off, this this question was already skewed because I've never personally been a fan of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like, personally, like, as a person, I've never – and that's not from the recent findings of him being an absolute fucking crazy anti-vax – and I'm not going to go down that route because I don't care if you do want to get vaccinated or you don't. I don't care. Um, but – the thing is, I just never like. I just thought he was just a douche, just just from outside perspective. I don't even know the fucking guy. Like, I think he was definitely over. I think he's been overinflated throughout his career. He's the closest thing to a Jokic in the way that I see Jokic. Even though Jokic is nice as fuck, um, respectfully. Um, but it you get overinflated a little bit with this guy because he played for the Green Bay Packers. He was the legacy quarterback of of Brett Brett Favre, one of the biggest quarterbacks of all time as well. Um, and I mean, you go and get four MVPs. I mean, great. I mean, great for you, bro. Like, yes, the Super Bowl is a lot harder to win than, um, what do you call it? The, uh, um, NBA finals, NBA finals. I mean, I mean, we, we know that like the NBA finals, bro, like the Warriors were there four years in a row, bro. Four. What? No, no, no. Sorry. Four. They were they they won four championships over nine years. Over nine. Over nine fucking years these motherfuckers have won a championship. They were there six times, and the only time they lost is to fucking LeBron. Actually, they were there no, five no, they times. They lost to the Raptors. Okay, six times. Yeah, they were there six times. Six times. And they they were in the NBA finals six times, won four of them, lost two. The other three times they didn't make it to the NBA finals. Aaron Rodgers, bro, like, your team has not been good prior to, like, this in the past couple years, man. The Packers have struggled mightily, mightily. The problem is is that they've actually, regular season-wise, they've been one of the better teams. When it comes to the playoffs, they can't get over the hump every single year. So, like... It's really kind of like, yo, you keep knocking at the door. Oh, it's sounding, don't you open it? You know who it's. You know what? You actually know what team that's reminded me of. Um, man, I can't put my finger on it. Uh, this is star, and it's like blue. Um, do you know I, who I'm talking about? 
No, I, I, I have no clue. Star in his blue. Sh- I mean, is the Star Spangled Banner. You talk. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> you talking about. It reminds me of because to me, Aaron Aaron Rodgers has the has the Cowboys effect. Now, but ain't nobody bring up the think, Cowboys on this segment, so there ain't no reason for you to go into this bullshit. I'm bringing them up. I'm bringing them up. I'm bringing them up to validate my point that we both made that Kevin Durant has, is the better player in their respective sport. Um, is the fact that I think that everything the Cowboys do always is embellished because of Jerry Jones, because of the brand of the Cowboys. It's just like the Yankees, or even say the Red Sox, or. Um, now the Golden State Warriors, the Lakers, the Celtics um, used to be really big with like the Houston team uh, being the Rockets. I have to call them the Houston team because they're fucking irrelevant. Um, I mean, I can't, I can't sit here and fucking be like, oh, yeah, I love watching the Houston Rockets. No, dude, I'm not, not doing that. Um, and, and that's unfortunate. I do think Kevin Durant, some people like, oh, he ran the championships. But, bro, he, he did what the fuck he had to do, bro. Like, Dog said, Russell's psychopath, and, and, and James thinks he's a fucking, not a six-man. I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, what did you want him to do? So, goes and shows that he could be the best player on the team of, of a bunch of other good players. And so, I think right now, like, I agree with you. I think there are, that's that feeling, uh, back to our last point, where there's some people that won't win a championship with the team that he's got. Now, if he can lead this team to a championship, it will be like, okay, you did what you're supposed to do. But at the same time, it'd be like you brought a team that has like basically no experience, very little experience to the finals. Yeah. And, and not brought, but not only brought them to the finals, if you win, if you win the finals, it's just kind of like, wow, okay, you did what you're supposed to do. That's what, that's, it'd be the Jokic championship. That's what it would be. Because that, that's how I saw this past year. It's just like, you did what you were supposed to do. Like, there was no, like, really, like, anybody, there was nobody was like, oh, yep, the, the, the Miami here are going to smoke the fuck out of the Nuggets, bro. No, we, nobody said that. So, I think when it comes down to it, if you guys disagree with this, you're probably just the most avid NFL fans, and I can, I can get that, too. Everybody has their niche. Uh, we're pretty well-rounded around here. I'm actually probably more well-rounded in most sports than Mike is, but he's a your football, basketball guy. I'm a football, baseball, basketball, soccer, fucking. I watch some damn tennis if it comes down to it. To be honest with you, um, but in terms of those two sports, he's probably more inept on to talk about those even more than I am. And for him to say what he's saying about KD versus versus Aaron, I mean, I I have no reason but not to agree with him. On aside from the fact that I know those facts, some of those facts too. So, want to let you want to want to uh, know some of you guys' uh, thoughts. Uh, comment down below. Um, let us know, and then obviously uh, interact with us on our social media. If you guys are listening to the podcast pretty religiously and uh, on top of things, feel free uh, you know, to give us a quick follow on our Instagram. That's at three brothers nine one nine, and this is the After Dark. And so you know when our drops come out, they do come out every every day on. On all platforms, being YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, etc., and you can listen to it on that. And but obviously, we're gonna send off because it's gonna be. I'll be. What is this? One, two. This will be my last, or this is the second to last podcast I'm doing in the, my current place. Uh-oh. So we gonna have the, a new second, setup for Sterling. Have a new setup when we rip, we rip it. With,
Got with the new spot, so I'm excited. I'll, sh- I'll give you guys a little mini tour, not too crazy, because ain't nothing like it's fucking wild or nothing like that. We'll do a live or something because we're gonna hang out. But um, yeah, appreciate y'all, man. Y'all guys, yeah. I appreciate a lot of a lot of support in the last video. I want to get that support? It really helps us out. If you watch the videos, please subscribe. Um, if you guys once again, if you guys listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, save us to your like liked artist or however you do it, podcast. And so you know when we drop as well. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. So we're going to go ahead and close it out. Once again, thank you for listening. This is the After Dark Podcast. For the fellas out there listening, listen, she only wants a 1% nigga. So quit your bitching and get your bread up, my friend. For the ladies out there listening, move on, sweetie. He does not want you, but it's okay because you're still beautiful and powerful and will always love you. It's the After Dark Podcast. Until next time.